Grace, mercy, and peace be yours in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Merry Christmas to you. God brings us together this evening to celebrate, to celebrate a gift. And if you think to your Christmas tree back home, under that tree, there's a gift. And that gift, right there under that tree, is all shiny and new. It's just the right size. And your name is on the tag. Could it be that gift that you've been wanting, that you've been needing for what seems like forever? The expectation has been almost too much to take. And it's there. It's right there in front of you for you to unwrap and see with your own eyes. So when it's placed into your lap, right there in your hands, do you take your time? Do you peel back the packaging to prolong the experience? Or do you rip that wrapping to shreds? There it is. But it's not what you've been expecting. It's something different, something unique, both brand new and impossibly old. You didn't have this gift in mind. It's nothing that you'd ever known before. But there it is. And then you realize it's what you've been wanting all along. What gift are you hoping to receive this Christmas? Is it a shiny new thing? I mean, I gotta say, I enjoy shiny new things now and then. They can be a lot of fun. They don't always last, though, even when you take good care of them, even when you use them in the way they are meant to be used. How about something classic or handed down? A gift that carries great value or personal significance. Those can be some of the most thoughtful gifts that someone can give. I mean, solid choice. But maybe, maybe you're hoping for something that can't be put under a tree, even in gift card form. Are you hoping for peace in the world, on Capitol Hill, in your family? Are you hoping for healing and rest that hasn't yet come? For clarity? in the direction that your life is going to be heading. Christmas after Christmas might have passed and you're still left wanting. What gift do you deserve? That's a tricky question. For just a moment, let's set aside the reasons that we might think of to say why we deserve a gift. Because if you think about it, a gift isn't something that anyone deserves, right? It's something that comes freely. Something that comes out of the good nature of the giver. Let's be honest. All of us have 
fallen short in some way. Nobody here is on the perfect list, which is the only list that counts. So you and I, we need something better than what we deserve. You see, that's why God brings us together here. That's why God has gathered us together tonight around the cradle and the cross of Jesus. And why does God love you and me, even in those times when we make it hard for others to love us? It's not a mystery. God actually tells us in his word. God loves you because he created you. He made you. No matter how difficult your life might seem, no matter how distant you might feel from your creator tonight, he wants you to be near him. He treasures you. And when you're baptized, God also makes you to be his own child, with Jesus as your brother. Nothing can steal that gift away from you. You see, God loves you because of who he is, because that's his nature. Not because of who you've been or because of what you deserve. You can know that God loves you because he has sent you his son. This Jesus, the Lord saves as the sign, as the bearer, as the incarnation of his grace for our world. We hear tonight in Titus, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. God has a great gift for you and for our world tonight. Something that's different, unique. Something both brand new and incredibly and possibly old. It's grace. God's mercy is shown by not giving us what we do deserve. His grace, on the other hand, abounds as he gives us all the good that we do not deserve. During our confirmation experience here in our congregation, we teach the young people in our faith community to remember grace as God's riches at Christ's expense. We get all the good of Jesus' birth and life among us, all the good, the redemption that he has won for us in his cross and in his resurrection on Easter as a gift. And God's gift of grace is not just for you and for me and all those other people who are gathered around for Christmas Eve worship services this evening. It is for all people. God wants every human being to experience his grace. Grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. It's about your life right now. Jesus wasn't born into our world simply to build a bridge between you and God. He came to change you. He came to call you into life which runs well according to God's design. And he came to change our world. 
to restore that which was broken, including our lives, our relationships with all the people around us. And as you follow Jesus through life, he will change the world through you. Most of those changes, they're probably not going to be earth-shattering. They might not even be well-known beyond the lives of those people that God puts into your life, those people you touch as you share his grace. But they will still make a difference then and there. The world becomes a better place as the family of Christ lives out our identity as a gift to the people in the world around us. Christmas is about hope. It's a hope that is anchored in history. Hope that shapes our present. Hope that looks ahead into the future. Jesus was born in Bethlehem a long, long time ago in a country far, far away. And though he might not be as impossibly cute as baby Yoda, in case you were hoping against hope that you will find that under your tree, Baby Jesus was real. He's a gift. Gift for all. And he will come again as the king of kings, delivering the fullness of God's grace for all people. It's here. For you. Now. Your name is on the tag. Unwrap it. And see it with your own eyes. And may you see that it's been what you've been wanting all along. Amen. And Merry Christmas.